Welcome to a special midweek episode of the I'm Just Playing podcast. We've been doing this for two weeks now. Seems kind of cool. Seems kind of fun. I quite like it. Because, um, well, in all fairness, last week's episode was hilarious. Brian, if you remember. I mean... That was... Uh, <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to go get some coffee and smell it. So I cleared my <laughs> nose again. You know, you know that actually oh, does God. work. And that's why does it? That's why people like to smuggle drugs inside of coffee because it blocks dogs' okay. smell. Well, well, thank you for that handy tip for uh, dealing drugs. Well, guess what? They already <laughs> the police already know it, so they're going to cut open your coffee. So don't try it. Duh. Okay, fair enough. Oh, joining us back <clears throat> again is Yakub. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. I haven't finished cleaning here, so I'm back again. Uh, Got early work uh, for that, I mean, Shane. Oh, yeah, you uh, were cleaning up my toilet. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, if it, if it makes Christ. you happy, man. I mean, maybe that's you want when quality, the Polish person you is get happy. On the, on the toilet? I mean, cleaning the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just when you thought it couldn't go any deeper. I mean, it, it it goes deeper when you flush it, but it's... Oh, God. Oh. Oh, man. What, what the fuck did we do? What well, did we do, Seth? I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the I'm Just Playing Podcast. My name is Sid. Joining me today is my brother from another mother, Brian. How you doing? Uh, I, I'm, I'm living, man. And, I mean, I, I just went to your toilet, man. It's so clean. Thanks. Oh, fantastic. That, Thank the Polish you. quality. The <clears throat> Polish quality, man. And of course, joining us again is uh, Yakub, the dingus with a mingus. It's nice to be appreciated. There's only one I'm dingus on our, our, on our Discord. You know who that is. Oh. <sighs> that dingus. See, the fact that I said that I dingus and everybody's like, yeah, that douche. Things, I have no idea which one. Uh there's literally someone on the Discord with the name Dingus. Yep. There is. St- okay, I don't know why. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so we talk about video games. And um, obviously, being the number one podcast in the world and seeing as video games are the most important topic in the world is more... It's, it's because uh, screw everything else. I mean, seriously. It's a, it's, a, it's a prerequisite that we talk about this kind of thing. I mean, it's, it's world-defining, life-changing. Um, and of course, you know, um, it will drive your kids to to kill each other. Obviously, shoot up schools, that kind of thing. Oh God, is this the nineties again? <laughs> is this the nineties again? Because I remember my mother saying that I was going to be violent and kill people because I played Postal and Postal or Postal Two. I remember that. I mean, not even kidding. Okay, that's that's weird. My mom I mean, was like, "That my, game's gonna make you shoot up a school." I mean, my my parents were never like that. Um, my dad didn't well, care. My dad never really gave a shit. Uh, but my mom actually bought me GTA because I thought a game that said Grand Theft Auto was, um, I mean, the original one on the PlayStation was uh, just some car game, and I was like, "Oh, this looks kind of cool. Can we get this?" And my mom was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And Before then, the ESRB, as a whole, I mean, it had an 18 sticker on, it and my mom was like, well, I was "Like, what is this about?" And I, was like, I have no idea. It's just it's a driving game. She's like, "All right, cool." So we got it. I played it, and I was like, "Oh, this is why." 
<laughs> uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to have to wait till everyone's out of the house to play this game. Because uh, the, the TV and the PlayStation were in my parents' bedroom. So... <laughs> Yeah. It was that dirty this little episode, This episode of the I'm Just Playing podcast is brought to you by NRA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, anyway, so and, and this just this is where some people would say, "Yeah, see, this is why we need stickers in education." And and this is where I would say, "Look, read what your kid's about to play. Look at the little sticker down in the bottom left on the back. It tells you exactly what's in it." It'll tell you or if there's better a yet. Better yet. How about get involved with your child's life? Play the game with them. with them. And then I would roll a D twenty for <laughs> if your if your child is if your child is interested in video games, read up on video games. Read some reviews, watch some videos, learn about them. Get them then good an, games. You know, make an informed decision about what you're gonna do. Get right? good games. Instead of being like, Oh, you know what, here's an iPad, here's my credit card, just fuck me up, fam. Here, spend five hundred pounds, and then then <laughs> complain fucking, to Apple, candy. and then cla- <laughs> complain to Apple that it happened. You oh, you gave God. consent, are buddy. It's over now. Are we, are we making starter packs now? <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> iPod credit card candy crush. <laughs> Look, I mean, so Brian, my dad started me okay. on video games. Believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, my parents got me into video games because they could not be bothered to take care of me and my sisters. So we, they got a PlayStation to keep us occupied. <sighs> you started off a console peasant and then got better. Oh, yeah. I mean, we had a computer as well, but it was like a Pentium 2. There was no graphics card in it. It did have, you know, like there's some cool little puzzle games. And my uncle, who was a cool guy, he um, made us a CD of these games, so it had Jazz Jackrabbit on it, and that oh, was man. amazing. Oh. I remember when my dad bought the first external CD-ROM drive that he could get, and we we had a CD-ROM full of games on it. And see, there were two computers oh. in the house, okay? Two. Oh, look at you, your first percent, one percenter. My dad had the really nice computer. He got like the first 686, the first Pentium, and was spending some serious dosh on that, man. And then I had the second tier computer that I had to share with my brother. And oh, fucking the fights over that shit. But we had sound cards, which was more than most people had. And eventually we had CD-ROMs and what have you. And then the internet happened. Yeah. I mean, when my parents got our first computer, um, they they went fucking all out, mate. They, they it was like a three grand machine. It was uh, made by a company called Mesh. Yeah, Pentium Two, which was the fucking latest thing at the time. Yeah, um, had uh, five hundred and twelve MB of RAM. Had a ten gig hard drive, I think. I mean, the thing about my family but, yeah. and computers is my father. Learned how to repair them, you know, and learned how to build them and all that. And he said, son, you have to learn how to do this because the computers are the future. Visionary. Smart man. And he he made me build my own computer when I was 12. Like from parts. This is back in the day when there wasn't the internet to download your drivers. This wasn't plug and play and it works. This is 
you better know exactly what to do with building your computer. Otherwise, you're going to have a big problem. You might even fry something. Oh, yeah. He threw you static, in the... uh, static shocks. Oh, yeah. They were the scariest thing. My dad actually had a capacitor blow up in his face when he was fixing the computer once. And the only thing that saved his eyes was he was wearing glasses. And he was wearing those uh, really big glasses, like from the 80s. You know, like aviator style. Oh, yeah. yeah. And see, here's the weird thing about my dad. For a long time, he had a mustache, right? Like this big, thick, like 80s porn star mustache, man. And then one day he shaves it off. 90s, man. Then he sh- shaves it off. And then I can't find him for a while because his face is just so changed. <laughs> I, I, I lost him at a Walmart once because he shaves his mustache. Oh <laughs> so, speaking of bad parenting, um, you could, what was your first, first computer? Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the perfect segue. <laughs> Man, I am, I'm getting so good at these segues. Like, this podcast has really helped with my uh, comedic timing. Uh, well, I, I don't know what kind of machine it was. I honestly don't know. Like, it was already there when, when, I, when, when I was there. Like, I have two brothers. They're eight years older than me. And when, when the earliest memories I have, the computer was already there. So I don't oh. know what specs it has. I don't know anything. The only thing I remember is playing Jazz Jackrabbit 2. Oh, God, I love that game so much. Yeah. I, it is was it on fun, Steam? man. Is it on GOG? Is it on GOG? Because if it is, I'm buying it right now. Uh, Caps and Claw. And uh, at some point, GTA San Andreas. And I remember also having to share it with, uh, with two brothers. So, And I'm the youngest by eight years so it was pretty much their domain there oh man GOG does not have it no I think it's because it's stuck in licensing hell you know they want non it's owned by Epic well maybe Cliff Blazinski worked on it isn't it amazing who's worked on some of these older games Damn. All right. Anyway, so back to like video games and shit. Brian, what have you been playing? I mean, <clears throat> you know, I, I played a bit of the bit of uh, uh, what you call it now. Darkest Dungeon has been my go-to game right now. I've I've gotten okay. sucked in, man. Sucked in. It's like have you have you finished it? Yet? No, and. I'm playing the short mode because I want to, you know, get my feet wet because before I would rage out like hardcore. Yeah. And right now, because of what I'm, I guess it's the mood I'm in right now is I don't mind punishing, but I want something that I can Uh really get deep into. And, oh man, I, I did get a little pissy the other day when I was like, all right, I need to get this. I need to try to take this boss on. And the boss is the Shambler. The boss that's the Shambler is, he puts you in this like vortex area and it's him and two other mobs and the two other mobs hit hard and so does he. 
and he adds like tons of stress on your heroes. And the first time I tried to take him on, he gave every uh, gave three of my heroes a heart attack when they stressed out too much. Nice. And then the fourth guy, he just murdered, just flat out, just you're dead, you're dead, and all of you died of heart attacks. And it's like, what the fuck, <laughs> you know? So it sounds like you've been having a shitty time. Well, actually, after that, I've killed him, and I've gotten good gear from him because that's the only place you can get certain trinkets to improve your characters. And I've killed multiple bosses, which I've been taking screenshots to go with the uh, the review I'm going to eventually write for it. I'm, right. I'm not going to wait till the end. I'm just, you know, I'm going to write it here shortly. It's been a lot of fun, though, honestly. Brian's found his inner masochist. I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's 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 like how you play Dark Souls. I mean, you've got yeah. two hundred and something hours in Dark Souls. I don't want to hear shit from you. <laughs> you should play it though. If, if I have, you'd like it. I've I've thirteen hours in the past two weeks in Darkest Dungeon. Oh man, that's not bad. <clears throat> I mean, Sid, this is this I mean, this goes on something you said the last game. last episode. Is it a game you can play for two hours and be fine with? Yes. All right, that's all right then. It's a bite size. You you could do a, a week here, a week there, which is basically every time you go do a quest or run, it's a week. And it you can be short, medium, too. or long. Short, medium, or long. That's it. And there's different objectives, whether you explore all the rooms or you kill all the boss battles or you kill all the battles in rooms that's basically it unless it's like something very specific like go burn the altars or something like that so I think you could do it Sid I think you'd have fun with it probably I mean I feel like if I did it the way that you're currently playing like I would probably play for an hour and then come back maybe a few days later and continue. Yeah. But if something happened, I would be so pissed. Like if, oh, dude. if I got into a situation where you got into I would be like, you know what, I'm done. The, the Shambler, I thought I was fine. I would, and I would print out a poster of Darkest Dungeon and burn it. I would fucking oh, dude. You know, start you a did. political party just to... Mate, I, I get very upset. Very <laughs> you would too. buy out their company just to shit on the middle of the office. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty <laughs> much. But, but see, here's the thing, Sid. I, that that shambler that killed my party, it was my best party. And it taught me the most See, important thing. You can't be attached to a single character or a single party. Because people yeah, will die. See. People will be stupid. People will be freaking like, like there's, you know, the affliction thing. There'll be a point where they won't take heals. Okay. Or so, or they'll now, say, I, fuck you, I want to die, I want to go to the light, I want to die. And then they'll say, and then they'll mark themselves, which makes all the enemies want to attack them more. Oh, Jesus. So basically, what it's taught you is to embrace the pain, and it's also shown you that latex actually feels pretty good against your skin. <laughs> oh, just bite the pillow, fam. I mean, I mean, bite the pillow. I'm going in dry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's about. So, uh, speaking of getting bum fucked, oh, yeah. um, Yakub. Oh, I knew that was that was, in, that was gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah, you and I have been playing uh, For Honor. 
yes. A fair amount of it, actually. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, indeed. So I, I spoke about this in the previous episode. No, not the previous episode, but the two episodes ago. Um, <clears throat> it's a pretty fun game. I really like it. It's very addictive. Yeah. High level skill, a lot of mechanics involved. However, boy, does it make you salty. Uh, yeah, it does have that aspect to it where if you fuck up, you f- there's that goal in your mind. You you feel like you're close, and when you lose, it's always because you fucked up, and it's just yeah. and it just it frustrates you. I mean, you've got 15 hours sit in the past two weeks. Yeah, that's that's a decent amount of time, considering it's me. Yeah, especially because it's you. Because normally you get like one hour of something in a week, and wow, you've done so much. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I mean, at that point, I, I I know everything there is to know about a game, and I've played it to its entirety. That's how I roll. I mean, if it makes Speed you happy. Runs. Yeah, but yeah, For Honor. Oh, I don't know, mate. I'm. You know what my biggest problem with For Honor is right now? No. It's um. It's causing me hand problems. Like, it's uh, physically causing me pain oh. in my hands. That's not good, Sid. You, you should get that checked out. It is. Well, I mean, it's I, it's because, like, normally when you're holding a controller, you're holding in a very kind of casual grip. You know, you're not holding on tight. But because this is a very adrenaline-pumping game, you've got three minutes to beat the shit out of this person um, with your sword, axe, spear, or whatever the fuck weapon you're using. And... It's tense, and I'm gripping onto the controller real tight. My left index finger is constantly holding down the the, the guard button, the left trigger, and it is just I. It's my hands cramping. I'm getting RSI from this. This is yeah. So I'm taking a break. You're getting carpal tunnel. Like, All right. Yeah, I'm getting carpal tunnel. My thumbs <coughs> are fucking like I like I used to play guitar a long time ago, and like. When you start playing guitar or piano, right, you start developing, like, calluses on the tips of your fingers. Yeah. Um, I'm getting that from the Xbox One <laughs> controller because... Like, uh, Where's some gloves, mate, man? It is rough. I think I'm going to have to because this is... Those, like, really like, thin assassin's gloves. That's what you need. Yeah. <laughs> like my, I had to... Like, mate, so, like, after I think it was, like, two days into playing the game, right, I actually, like, had to, like, cut my nails to a specific length just so that it would be a teeny bit more comfortable. Yeah, well... That's how, that's how fucking ridiculous <laughs> this game is. Sid's going to be the hardcore gamer that actually has an outfit for for a game. Exactly. I'm just like, okay, well... Well, I mean, here's my, <laughs> Honey, here's my where question. are my gloves? I need to play for honor. <laughs> where is my super suit? <laughs> so, Sid, here's my question, because, you know, Darkest yeah. Dungeon got an update. It got better. How is... Versus yeah. beta, alpha, and now for for honor. I only played the open beta and um, the last one and the latest version of for honor. So it's pretty much exactly the same. Netcode is crap. Uh, you still get a few disconnections here and there. Um, it's P two P, isn't like, it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, before Yakub and I had a problem where like a couple of friends that we had invited to the group were not able to join specifically because of their network settings. Um, so that was annoying because, like, you'd have a friend that could play and then a friend that couldn't play, and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to have to kick one of you. Who is it going to be? Um, and it puts you in a 
awkward situation. Then you get to a point where you're like, okay, we've got exactly five people online who want to play. Well, one of us ain't going to be playing together. Because of netcode. Yeah. Uh, So it's... it's, uh, I mean, I've thought about playing it, but then it's like, to me, I keep hearing how everything is so like on the nose timing wise. So if I have anything over like a 50 ping, I'm boned. Pretty much. And... I mean, I've we've played the game for a bit, and honestly, I didn't really have any connection issues. Like, I, and I mean, during the game, like I didn't feel any latency or lag. There were problems with like the host leaving or something like that, and the game reconfiguring or whatever. That was annoying. But like, gameplay-wise, I didn't really feel any lag. But it might be just me. Well. What? How much has it? Yeah, I mean, you don't feel the lag. How much has it changed um, from the initial offering? Because I think you played more than Sid has. Yeah, I played the alpha, the closed beta, and the open beta, and now that it's come out. I mean, has it and changed a lot? No, honestly, no. It hasn't. It hasn't changed at all, pretty much. Like the core gameplay is basically the same thing. I mean, have they addressed uh, many issues though? Mm, I want to say that that's not this, a good but sound. But I can't say yes. <laughs> that's not there a good have, sound. Yeah, there have been there <clears throat> has been some improvements, but very little and very hardly not- notice- noticeable. Um, yeah, there hasn't been like a drastic major update that says, "Okay, cool, we are switching to a slightly better version of our connection thing that we're having." I don't think they're yeah, going like, to change it. I don't think the they're going to change it. That I know of are like small changes to the balance to the like the damage of this character on the HP of that character, and they're and they're small changes too. Uh, but balance balance wise, I really like how the game is sending right now. But there hasn't there's practically practically no change between the closed beta and the open beta, <clears throat> and the open beta and the final game. I mean. Uh, I mean, the obvious difference there is that there's three new characters, but besides yeah. that, I guess, yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, here's the thing. I would not recommend anyone buy this game. I was on, I I was on the fence it. for a while, but then I was like, no. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, at this point, now that we're two weeks in, um, as, well, technically three weeks now, um, now that we're this far into uh, its release... There is a substantial player base, so you will always find a game. However, the people who are playing are people who have played from day one. And the people who have played from day one have found their main, they've perfected their combos, they know how to fuck your shit up. And because there's not enough new people joining in mm-hmm. um, as newbies, you're going to have a hard time. Because, well, it's for anyone, anyone that's new. So if you picked up the game today, decided to fucking play um, you're going to be up against people who are not at your level, but people who are three weeks in level who have prestiged like three or four times. Or people who bought two or three Smurfs. Huh. Well, I mean, I don't think anyone's buying Smurfs at this point. I mean, the game is pretty um, addic- addictive, so it's basically yeah. falls down to who has the most free time, I guess. Yeah, it is, it is down to whoever has the most free time. And I was watching a few uh, videos where as uh, soon as you get to like... Uh, like all the loot that you get dropped has like gear stats 
and you can upgrade the gear stats and whatnot. Once you reach max level, my god, is it v ridiculously unbalanced when you get to the top. Okay. Like, um, I was looking at, like, a perfect, like, basically the ultimate peacekeeper, which is an assassin-type character for the knights. And they basically have revenge mode, like, basically unlimited revenge mode. They have, like, ridiculous fucking speed. So they run at, like, 250% speed. So you can't catch up with them. And uh, they have... But it just endlessly continues so, revenge mode. I mean, how is that even so, supposed to be fun if you're like just coming in and you get matched up with somebody who can be max level and does know, more we damage? Ha we haven't maxed up with anyone who's max level, but I assume no, no, it, I assume the problem arises when when you're uh, a little higher on the level in the levels. But I think the main issue here, or the wor what worries me, is what Sid mentioned is that there is by what he's describing from what i hear that there is a huge gap between the max level or just before the max level which might the make the process of like playing and leveling in the later phases just basically a grind yeah the there pain. is a there's a lot of grind and uh, i mean it's the rainbow six level of grind um like so you, i mean you've got to have to grind for the steel slash renown and the um what is it so uh, th there's there's two huge gaps there's the gap where like your fucking top tier hero where you've maxed out all the gear you've maxed out all the stats uh, versus someone who is nearly there um so the top tier gap and then there's the bottom tier gap which is brand new player versus someone who has been playing the game for a couple of weeks and has you know prestige at least once or twice Pretty, because pretty much played a shit ton more. For me, the problem is, is that you're telling me that <clears throat> ranking up gives you better gear, fine, but the better gear is actually much better, and it can kill mm. you easier. No, it depends because every every gear thing like gives you a boost, but it takes away from a from a different stat, so it like alters the the. The style of the of the game. I don't know. I mean, it is. Uh, uh, I mean, the basically battlefield right, avoids this the, the, because the other weapons they are a little bit better, but you can still get headshots. Yeah, well, I mean, how do I put this? So the um, the best game modes in For Honor are the um, are the one v ones and the two v twos. Yeah, that is that is where the game shines, and that's where and that's where gear stats don't matter. Yep, that's 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 where the game shines. Yes. Yeah, the best part of the game is when you're fighting one v one or two v two. Outside of that, the four v four skirmishes and the dominion mode. Um, I mean, they're they're all right, but it becomes a shit show very quickly. Kind of. Like if you're if you're if you're stomping, you're going to be stomping. You're yeah, like if you've got like a four-man team who are all like geared up and you are you know very well coordinated you're gonna have a you'll, you'll be shitting on everyone but if you're you know playing like two friends in a you know in a pub game you're you'll end in a situation where like okay communication's bad and you know things are happening you don't know what's going on plus these people you know a ganking is a big thing so it's basically a game of no honor at this point uh, in the 4v4. I mean, in the 4v4, you can't really do the no, the 
on Earth thing. But I think the, the there are a few characters that are basically like geared more towards the the Dominion mode, like the fighting of multiple people. So yeah. there is some new nuance to the to the game mode. It's not it's not completely just a shit show. I mean, it gets kind of messy, but we still keep coming back to it. It's still enjoyable. Well, I mean, it's because like once we have, when we have four people on and we're fighting each other, it's like okay, cool, we've warmed up now. Let's go play a Dominion game. But then, like, we'll maybe win one game and then lose three. But okay. you still have fun, though. Eh, it's fun because you're with the people. Oh, don't give me that when you've played fifteen hours of it this week. It's fun when you're playing with people, as in like people that you know. Well, I mean, I think yeah. that's that. Yeah. That goes back to what we were talking about uh, the last podcast about you know Ghost Recon. It it yeah. it's a lot more fun with people than just by yourself. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what, Ubisoft have nailed cooperative gameplay. Like they they have nailed it. They they know what they're doing here. Like division co-op, so good. Fucking um, Ghost Recon Wildlands, the open beta, playing co-op, so much fun. Like, like when you and I were playing, um, we it was like if I was playing it by myself, I would be forced to play with three AI buddies, and those AI buddies would be stupid. They would have you'd have to like do the whole sync shot thing that they've got implemented, where you know you like oh yeah, you have to do four it. targets that. Yeah, you'd have to. That sounds like really fucking annoying, and I, I imagine that their driving is going to be worse than mine. It's going to be. It's just they don't be shit drive, really. from like, what you, I saw. So that's even worse. So, yeah, you. Whereas in a, you know, like a four-man operation or a two-man operation or a three-man operation, it would be you know like okay, one of us drives or one of us will take a helicopter or two of us will go this way, two of us will go that way, and it'll be a cooperative thing. And Ubisoft have nailed that kind of gameplay down and same with uh, For Honor and even with Siege <clears throat> they as far as like that whole multiplayer teamwork thing they have done an amazing job like even with Watch Dogs 2 like the only time I play Watch Dogs 2 is with um, uh, someone on our Discord and we play cooperative missions together and that is it I literally bought that game for that only reason I do not play single player I do not do any of the missions I have not done any of the story I've literally only played it for co-op missions because they are so much fun. What game is that again? Watch Dogs 2. Oh. And that's not even like a co-op game. Like, I, there's only like, what, maybe 40 co-op missions and they're going to be short little fucking side missions, essentially. Like, if that entire game was possible in co-op, I would be 100% down. I would buy that game again. Hmm. Okay. I'll just I'll, I'll go back to Honor just for a second to like give a, a summary sure. of what I think. I think like the core gameplay is great. The it it's a bit frustrating, but there's a learning curve to it and even though it's frustrating, it's not the game that's the problem. It's just you have made a mistake. You 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 can adapt. You can do better, and that's what keeps you going. That you know you've made that mistake, and you can fix it. And you've been you were this close to defeating that guy, and that's what keeps you coming back. It's really addictive. It's fun. It's tight controls. 
but and there has to and it's balanced but the but the but has to be there the matchmaking is honestly the for honor's biggest problem and yeah. i'm on the fence whether or not to recommend this to anyone because of the matchmaking but if you like dark souls pvp or something and you're part of dark souls then you will like for honor and you will probably stick to it if through all the bullshit yeah i mean um another thing to be said is uh the um so in for honor the whole i don't know like if you make a mistake you'll get completely shrecked and it is ridiculously hard to like come back from that mistake and that's i think my biggest problem with the game outside of matchmaking my biggest problem is that like say say like i'm fighting against someone and i make the tiniest mistake whether it's like letting someone parry like once they get that in the game's over because at that point they can do a never-ending chain of combos and fuck me up and it's like well that was a waste of time i don't think it's a never-ending chain of combos i think it's just the it is a never-ending chain of combos. no i think it's what mate listen when you and i play right (laughs) it's always if you play in warden all i get is a fucking a guard break a charge guard break charge swing swing charge guard break and it doesn't fucking end i'm like where the fuck do you get all this stamina from fuck you (laughs) Right, and uh, you can say the same when I play Nobushi. Yeah, right? because that's a case of if I get one light attack in, right, then you're gone. Because and I can do, or even if I get a faint in, if I get one faint in, you're you're dead. No, and that's happened on multiple occasions because it it is once you get like the beginning of a combo in, like even like the guard breaks and the stuns and the like the unblockable attacks that the each of the heroes have are just the opening to a ridiculously never-ending chain of combos mm. no and those combos are lethal like it, it i don't know i think there needs to be a, a much better way for a player to be able to come back from that like in the middle of these combos now uh, i get what you're saying and i i i do feel uh, what you're describing, I have, I have struggled with that too. But I feel like you're painting with a too broad a brush, because no, I am not. No, I mean, look at it like this, right? If so, say like in a game that we've recently played, yeah. you you come in, say you're playing as the warden, you come in with the charge, right? You knock me. You hit me, so now I'm temporarily stunned, right? In that time, you can come in with a light attack, and then you come in with a guard break, so I'm stunned again. Then you do a double light attack. Maybe you come in with another charge because you still have the stamina enough to do so. In that space of time, I'm all I'm doing is just stepping, basically stepping back, and I have zero control over my character. You can counter the guard break. Yeah, I know, but it is such a finite... It is literally a microsecond. That is not enough time. Yeah, that's the problem, and they're 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 working to change that. I've heard. The problem is that I they mean, make I, it I've, too wide. I've also the heard that they're going to sort out the servers. That doesn't mean true. <laughs> that is like, that's if you only have a millisecond or like ten milliseconds to um, counter something, right? I'm already boned because especially I have in a, a very especially in a game that's very slow paced. This is quite a slow paced game um, because there's a lot of like methodical thinking involved. Um, when you only have an extremely short period of time, and it has to be precise timing, it's kind of like fucking... 
I mean, I can't even say pin. It's like fishing mini games at this point. You can't spam it, basically. Yeah. Like, you have to be, like, not only are you, like, fucking, like, on the edge of your seat, tense and gripping your controller and getting carpal tunnel syndrome like I am, um, but you're also trying to do something else at that time. Like, you may be, like, in the middle of an animation for attack in those iframes. The other person can come in with a much faster attack and fuck your day up. And yeah, like there needs to be some kind of system, gameplay wise, in order to be able to come back from these never ending combos. Because I don't know, say you're matchmaked in a 1v1 against someone who is maybe a whole, you know, a prestige or two better than you. Well, you may as well just like refund the game at this point. But there is a system from getting beat up or uh, it's revenge mode. But. You get it by uh, blocking and stuff, but what I'm trying to say you, is... Wait, but what, again, what I'm saying is that in like the scenario I just explained with your Warden play, you can't block that, and there's no revenge mode at that point. Mm, An unblockable is unblockable, right? No, look, yeah. you can dodge unblockables, and I cannot guard break when you are attacking. Do you... Why I guard break you so often is because I parry. After a parry, you always get staggered, and then I have enough time to come in and guard break you, which gives me a free hit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I'm talking about the staggers. The staggers are too long, and the opportunity to reverse a guard break is too short. I don't think the staggers are too long. I think they're just right. I think the staggers are too long. Well, we'll, we'll disagree on that, I guess. Well, no, we're going to agree on my point, because I'm always right. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. I'm always right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is the last time I'll be on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know... I've, do I've, done, all I've done all I can. I mean, <laughs> it's squeaky clean. It's, um, <laughs> so you have I, to I can't do more. Sid has his moments. And you just got to give him his moments. Or you have to come up with a really good insult to get him back. I'm not going to insult him because I disagree with him. Come on, I'm not a savage. I might clean toilets for a living, but I'm not a savage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Let, uh, I mean, continuing on the topic of For Honor, let's talk about um, the single player. So, Yakub, what is your your personal opinion on the For Honor single player? Well, uh, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't anything spectacular or anything amazing but I enjoyed it for what it is yeah I mean it's a glorified tutorial mm, parts of it definitely yeah parts of it definitely it, it's a glorified tutorial it's a it's a game mode where you get to play as all the fucking heroes and that's it that was some bullshit fucking no actually you don't get to play as all of them well, I mean you get to play as the major ones you don't get to play as fucking what conqueror and uh, Shibuki and fucking the three new characters. That's the only characters you don't. You get to play as two characters from each faction. Yeah, that's it. Oh well, wait, actually, three for the knights. Because those ones. Yeah, three for the knights, three for the Vikings, and two for the samurai. Yeah, that's that's it. <coughs> yeah, so. Uh, I think it was a waste of time. It was a waste of space. Like, as far as development costs and shit go, the game is good enough as a multiplayer-only game. It should have just been... I like mean, that. was it fully voiced and what have you and all that? 
Yeah, I yeah. mean they had uh, they had a lot of voice acting. They had Jennifer Hale in there. Oh god. Like the voice acting and, and sounds and music are are, go- are good. Like the sounds are great. Uh, it's just the the gameplay of it is uh, it's 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 rep- it's kind of repetitive. I mean, all I well, I mean because I mean all I know is that that stupid meme that is a meme now of a woman screaming Raider like seven times and Raider and. It's like Raider. Wow, one word. Thank you for the reenactment. One word. Wait for it. Wait for it. Third one. Raider. Right, now we just need four more. <clears throat> and you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think of is, oh, God. is this seriously part of the whole story? I mean, really. Well, I mean, here's the thing. The story is absolutely stupid. It's, it's ridiculous. It's... it's <laughs> I mean, like, for example, like in that particular scene of which I just reenacted, there, you're, you're playing the raider, which is like some big uh, chunk of fucking meat um, with a giant axe. And uh, there's the assassin hero who I can't remember the name of. Uh, she's guarding a fucking outpost or something and uh, she's a bit pissed off that you're around one line which is barely audible at this point they she's uh, your character says in a, their own head um we had a history and then she comes out starts screaming raider raider so why didn't you shoot the, her with the first a crossbow? two times it was a bit because you have an axe all right and crossbows i don't think were invented at that time mm. <laughs> so yeah um and yeah, and then you come in and you're like, oh, you know, you talk too much. And then she does, just dies. It's not even a hard fight, mind you. It's just death. And then it's like, oh, okay, well, that's the end of that story then. Yeah, that's pretty much it. sounds it. a little bit phoned in. So, yeah, that, that... It is so phoned in. That particular part was out, extremely out of place, yeah. I mean... Uh, it's... <clears throat> Okay, so, I mean, if I'm going to summarize the story, right? So there is some kind of fucking god of war called Apollyon who just loves fucking war for some reason. And she's she recruits the knights and then recruit, has them fight the Vikings and the Vikings fight the knights and then the Vikings fight the samurai and then the samurai fight. It's just this... All right, it's literally a case of, okay, we need something. listen, team. We've got we've got these three factions. We've got this great game, but together? everyone's been bitching and moaning that Titanfall didn't have and Siege didn't have a single player. So, without putting too much effort in, come up with some cutscenes where the knights can fight the Vikings and the Vikings can fight the samurai and the samurai can fight the knights, and that we can make this for under like two million dollars and get this out before launch. Go, and then just like okay, well if we model one new character and give her some fucking lines about some bullshit and then you get some fucking writers to write some soul-crushingly awful fucking story there you go that's literally what happened I'm 100% sure that that is exactly how it went down at Ubisoft I mean it wasn't that bad like for what it is I mean it's not it's, for what it is fine alright but it's not Titanfall 2 oh my god of course which, it's not Titanfall 2 which by the Titanfall way is, it, because Titanfall 2 is like the best single player fucking camp, first person shooter campaign since Half-Life 2 Wow, it's bold words. Yeah, it is. If you play Titanfall 2, you will know, and you'll be like, shit. 
I don't have you have you you've played Half Life Two, I imagine, right? I haven't actually. What? Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and we were just saying before this podcast that you're going to be our new host. But oh, I think you're just going to have to play Half Life Two and come back to us. I mean, I'm just yeah. cleaning here, so. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. So my my question for you is for since like what 2014 no 13 when we've had single player games well no or even when we had multiplayer games that are just multiplayer only that come out at full price Mm. is that so bad no it's not but it's been a major like when the internet bitches the internet bitches and they bitch a lot I mean I mean it, it it depends like, in the case of Titanfall 1, they were bitching about the lack of single-player because the multiplayer just wasn't big enough. But the multiplayer was awesome. Yes, it was awesome, but it, it got boring, at least for me, pretty fast because the game modes were kind of somewhat limited. Like, the ex- the, the experience was kind of limited and it, got, it, got, it just got boring pretty fast. Well, I mean, for me, Titanfall 1, it was fun. The only reason I didn't continue playing is because no one else was playing. That, that was also the problem I had. Yeah, so I mean, that was everyone's problem, is that no one else was playing, and they're like, oh, okay, well, that's dead. That's actually, like, the only reason I didn't get Titanfall 2. But then you'll have games like, um, well, mate, Titanfall 2 is fucking amazing. It's got great multiplayer and single player. So, so I've I mean, heard. That is the outlier. So I've heard, I but mean, I, I can't buy it. Well, with- let, let, let's take a look at uh, Doom, for example. Doom had an amazing single player. And then they farmed it out and tacked on multiplayer. I mean, here's the thing, right? Oh. If I'm playing Doom, I am not I I did not buy that game for multiplayer at all. I didn't I did not play it for or buy it for the snap map, which is the third feature. Yeah. The only reason as to why anyone plays Doom is for the single player and that's it. So my question is why is was the multiplayer needed at all would if they said you know what it's just a single player game would you be happy with that would you have bought it hmm I think I would have I didn't buy it I but I mean you you know that it's if I if I had money yeah I would buy it (laughs) yeah but but it's an amazing game nonetheless like you're not going to be playing the multiplayer anyway the same way that like say Battlefield One, right? There was no need for that single player. Ah, the single player is all right. It's not amazing. Like it's just a bunch of fucking vignettes, just like in <laughs> no, it, For Honor. No, it was it was a semi on rails campaign to make you feel like a god. Yeah, pretty much. There was no need for that. I have no clue. What's, Whereas what's happening in Battlefield's campaign, I just cannot get into it. I'm, I just can't. It you're just, the god it doesn't man. Interest you have to kill all. all these people. You you can do it because you're the yeah, man. Yeah, that's that's basically all the story that I get. Go there, kill these things. That's all the story I get. <laughs> Everything else is just background noise for me in Battlefield. Yeah, I mean, like I, Battlefield One. Like again, the only reason you're playing that game is for the multiplayer. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and like, oh, you get the never-ending fucking outrage from. The uh, the hardcore Reddit users and NeoGAF users like oh my god it's not gonna have 
single player. It's like, well, I'm, I'd rather that they spend all the money that they have building a really good multiplayer game. Like For Honor, it's a really good multiplayer game. They could have spent the money that they spent on single player on the servers. Um, you know, that, that's my <laughs> opinion on the matter. I, I don't know. Would you disagree? No, I don't disagree with you, no. There we go. I mean, I like if they said, you know what, fuck the single player, let's just take that money that we spent on this thing and just get some dedicated servers. Yeah, well, they don't want to do that because it costs well, them money. Yeah, mate. No, but he's saying if you took the money from single player and allocated it into no, matchmaking, it still or... costs them money. No, I mean, still, of course, it still costs <laughs> it's, money. But it's a... but yeah, you're creating a much better multiplayer experience. Uh, we don't want that, man. But no, because no, because like, here's the thing, right? Ubisoft are doing the thing where they're trying to appease, like everyone like they'll fucking they made they stopped making watchdogs a bland boring uh, protagonist story about fucking Aiden Pierce and they put in a bunch of characters that are a lot more fun and interesting right so they they listen to feedback and so they're like okay cool we'll do this that's the same with for honor they're like oh fuck's sake everyone's like we didn't like they people were moaning about rainbow six siege not having single player which is fine. Thing is, Rainbow Six Siege is an amazing game. As a, it's just an amazing multiplayer game on its own. I personally prefer that over Global Offensive any day. Well, the, the you know why people ask for single player with Rainbow Six Siege is because that's where it started. So what the fucking it, it started off over there like fucking Pong started off on the fucking Atari. Do we want to put For Honor and Rainbow Six Siege on that as well? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, do we should, should we rebuild some arcade machines? Let's let's feed some nostalgia. Oh, you want to have a fucking NES Mini? Let's. Oh, you can you can't have the third Super Mario game because it's not. I don't know. Listen, right? People getting a bit fucking entitled, like, and I'm going to throw that word out there. It's a little, it's a little sad yeah. that you feel like you need to have something like this, right? You do not need to buy the game if you like if you have a shitty internet connection or you can't have like a reliable service to play multiplayer games right sorry right from the bottom of my heart i feel bad for you but you there there are plenty of other games that are just single player games that are much better as single player experiences we don't need to have you know an entire fucking um game just like chopped up and spliced around just to fit a you know just to fit the marketing bullshit just to make you feel a little bit better oh look I've got a game that I could play multiplayer if I had good internet but seeing as I don't I'm gonna <laughs> play the shitty single player <laughs> yeah but I mean that also goes into say something like Mass Effect right Mass Effect 2 and 3 had multiplayer why like at the end of the day I, I'm sure that they were like good enough experiences people say they had fun in the multiplayer and whatnot, but like I don't know like Mass Effect is a 60, 70 hour campaign and then you've got three of those damn games. And like, do I really want to play multiplayer in this? Like, I'd rather they just spend all their money. I mean... Right, that entire budget on building the best fucking... Like, imagine... Consider this, Brian. Okay. Imagine they spent the money from fucking multiplayer building out all that shit and spent that on a proper ending. Oh. Mic drop. Ah, uh, mind blown. That 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 th freaking Mass Effect three jab is pretty hard, man. Oh, mate, I fuck. I'm just saying, maybe 
let's not fucking bitch and moan about a game being multiplayer only or single player only and stop tacking on shit. I don't know, man. I will just... I, I don't want to agree with you because what? you underpay me and you ate Mexican, which made it harder to clean. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, no. But I will tell you this. I did. Okay. I didn't even expect there to be a single player for For Honor. I honest. I, I watched the gameplay tra- trailer and then I played the beta, yeah. and I did. I actually. I honestly didn't expect there to be a single player, and I already decided to, to buy it. Yeah, same. But at the end of the day, no matter where you go on the internet, as soon as the game is announced and it's like, oh, it's going to be a multiplayer game only. There's going to be a bitching and moaning fest. I didn't even entire forums and subreddits and a never-ending shouting match of people just constantly going out, and it's deafening. Silence for Overwatch, though. Yeah, I know, but that's because everyone's a fucking Blizzard chill. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like you do have a point. And then they'll justify it, but it's like, oh, it's only $40 and not 60 I'm like, listen, they're still taking your money. And their loot boxes ain't cheap. So stop. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't... I never bought any loot box. I did feel like the game is a bit, a bit too expensive, but... Again, I'm just cleaning toilets, so... You know, I'll I'm, I'm scraping to, by. <laughs> you can, I'll, I'll, I'll promote you to uh, lame bricks. How about that? To what? To, uh, to lay bricks. To lay bricks. Oh, brick I, I don't know, man. I've been, in, I've been in the toilet game for so long. So long. <laughs> I don't know if I can do anything else. <laughs> oh, man. I, I oh, will, God. I will give it my all, boss man. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Overall, I hate it when they do the crap of tack on shit, you know? And they just tack it on or they it's it's an afterthought. <clears throat> I think everybody can agree with that, but sometimes you want a multiplayer even though there isn't one. And is that so bad that you have another option to play? I mean no, like theoretically. Like having more ways to play is great. However, if it gets in the way of the game, or it takes away from the main what, game, the best part. Of, yeah, if it takes away from the main game, then that's a problem. Yeah, here, like for honor. Here's a here's a middle ground for you guys. Like imagine the Tacton multiplayer on the new Mass Effect, right? Yeah. Imagine if the game is actually good, like this single player, and you enjoy it, and you enjoy it, and you immerse yourself in that world, and you want to stay in it and play with a friend, you can do that. You can still have that feeling of playing Mass Effect, except you're, you're like, outside of the campaign. You're, you're still in the world, but you're having fun with your friend. However, and here's the middle ground part. Imagine having a multiplayer in Mass Effect 3, where the ending was shit, and, and you didn't want to be in that world anymore because it's it you feel fucking betrayed by the goddamn ending in the world. You just what you just want. I mean, the game you're literally explaining what actually did happen. So there, in that in that case, no multiplayer. Well, I would much rather have a great single player game. I mean, 
Actually, right I mean, now, I want it. to see, and I think it, it, Ubisoft is pushing a little bit to make it happen, is more co-op slash small team friendly games. Yeah, same. Because you should still have a, a good experience solo, but you should still be able to have like one or two friends and be able to play something really good, really fun. But I don't think that they should be shilling this for a hundred bucks a pop. I don't think. Well, no, I, I mean, think it's, they're going six, it's the, sixty bucks, but you can buy the extras if you want. I don't think they're going for Again, the it's optional. solo experience, though. Like you said, that the Wildlands bots are basically brain dead, and yeah. I've played the division by myself because that was, that was your biggest mistake, right? There. Yeah, because a certain someone is a is a dingus and an ass. <laughs> but yo, listen, right? I reinstalled the game. I didn't mean I told you. you to fucking I did play, not mean you. And then you I, decided to fuck I off. I did not. Mean and then <laughs> I uninstalled because I'd finished playing. But Survivor. I didn't I mean like, you. No, I'm happy. But then. <laughs> Yeah. And then, I didn't and mean then, you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think I would not enjoy Wildlands at all if I played by myself. Oh, God, no. That is not a game that you're going to enjoy by yourself. There you go. Guaranteed. And I can't and justify I think, it at the <clears throat> price point. You know what I think is going to happen, though? Like, when the reviews come out for it, it's going to be a bunch of journalists who've been playing by themselves. And they're going to be like, oh, this game sucks. No, they're already paid off. And I feel like that's good. Already paid it's off. a triple A game. They're not going to get a bad review for a triple A game. No, I was in like okay, no, a seven out of ten is a bad review. No, oh, okay, mate, that's three and a half stars. That's not, I would not buy that on Amazon. <laughs> would not trust that seller. <laughs> exactly. Mate, a three and a half is not good enough. A three and a half is, I'm going to have to return is. it and pay to get it again from someone else. Exactly. That's, uh, like, seven out of ten is fucking, you know, that's that's a shit game. <laughs> the, the, the plunger I was shipped was so far. My family will starve this winter. <laughs> Do not buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you're just basically, you're basically an Aristoska. <laughs> you're living the papers, please dream. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Yakub is the protagonist from Papers, Please. I mean, <laughs> he has to denied chase, entry. He has to chase away gypsies with this plunger. <laughs> Go away! This is my toilet. <laughs> oh man. Uh, he's, he's he's working at border control, and like if any like if anyone tries to come in with a fake ID, he gets his plunger and takes his dead fake passport. You know, um, actually, said something that <laughs> it's like it's, it's like it's like a claw, like an extension. <laughs> oh god! Instead of like a claw that you grab things that are too far away, you just use a plunger and suck suck it in. <laughs> oh god! Oh. <laughs> Handy and on a budget. So, I mean, we might give it some shit, but honestly, there's going to be some good single-player games this this year, I think. In fact, um, you ever play uh, the Numenera game? Uh, 
Planescape Torment, all that old stuff, Sid? I uh, played Baldur's Gate 2 okay. a very long time ago. Like, on release. <clears throat> you remember when it was like six CDs? <laughs> I still have those six CDs. And the box. The big fucking A4 size box. You, you should take a, take a picture of that and share it on our Twitter feed one day. Just to show your gamer cred. Um, but man, I don't need to show my gamer cred. I run a I, podcast. I, Fuck everyone but, else. But still, man. Man's a G, bro. You know, Mate, I'm know, I'm the Felix Chalberg of fucking podcasts. No, no, no. You have to understand number one podcast love in the to world. See that big box <laughs> porn, man. They love that big box, dude. Porn. He he doesn't need to validate anything. He just said he's the king of podcasts, dude. He's so big. He has an undocumented Polish worker. Exactly. I guess that's when Listen, you know you're do up there. Pledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, it. In no, exile, ex- ex- exploitation is the mark of, mark of success. <laughs> exactly. But In Exile is releasing Numenera in a few days. The new Numenera. Okay. Which may I don't have 120 hours to play. But see, you could you could play it like you play other things. I'm sure a couple hours here, a couple hours there. But it would be a all year long game. Exactly, that's fucking long, mate. I don't. Like, that's a commitment. I mean, commitments, man. <clears throat> you know, people say you gotta commit. Like, yeah, like to a woman, that's fine. <laughs> Whereas uh, pl- pl- Numenera just sounds like it's gonna be a very, very long, arduous process. Like, it's going to have a lot of dialogue, and, it's, you know, like, it's going to be a lot of reading. Like, listen. I think it's all I, voiced, so you don't have to read. No, but now we've got to listen to shitty voice acting, too. Well, isn't shitty <laughs> voice just, acting? We don't know. Mate, have, do you remember when we played Divinity Original Sin? Yeah. Yeah, that voice acting is awful. And how long How That's long like, did we play it? <laughs> 19 hours. <laughs> I mean, we 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 haven't even started. That's that's how bad is, it is. We've literally. Really? I mean, I thought we were like good ways in. Mate, we're nowhere near. Like, we're not. We're not even ten percent in. And the second one's coming out this year. What is this? Oh, you see what I mean? Like, the, the, here's the thing. All right, <clears throat> I am all down for like games that are like very immersive and very engaging and very engrossing and have all the shit in the world. Right. And I like Divinity Original Sin because it's like a co-op game. And it's not like a four-player co-op game, even though there's a mod for it. I much prefer that it's a two-person co-op game because uh, as soon as you add the third and fourth in, there's too much room for fuckery. Which is fun in something like Wildlands, but not fun in a... You know, immersive storytelling experience. I mean, we we were ripping it anew and all the time. Oh yeah, that's because we were playing as uh, snarky bitches. Two mean bitches. <laughs> oh, oh man. man. But yeah. See, like games that don't have that aren't story heavy, like Wildlands, because I mean, who gives a shit about that story? You're basically fighting a drug cartel, whoop de fucking do what the story is. Right? The room the room for fuckery is fine. Like there's plenty of room for fuckery and and it doesn't affect the story. However, a game like um, like a top-down RPG which has co-op in it 
as soon as you add the room for fuckery in a game where story is paramount to the entire experience because you're playing a role, you're role-playing, uh, too much. Too much. Yeah, I actually... No, no. I still don't know the story for Diablo 3, and I've, I have had... I have a max-level character. I still don't know the story. Um, I've I watched someone's like analysis of the story, and oh my god, he tore he well, tore the story to me, in half, ripped it a whole new arsehole because it's so fucking. The shit. story, like, the story in Act wait, One wait. was fine. Okay, Act One was on point. Everything after no, it wasn't, no. mate. We played it. We played Act One together. Act One was right? okay, and but Act no because two this, four was this, phoned this, in by a fan. Are you telling me, right, the fucking girl that we're helping rescue her fucking uncle, right, suddenly is like, we rescue her from somewhere and then ends, and she's like, oh, you know, I'm just going to magically appear in the fucking middle of the town and oh, 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 you're suddenly, you're the Nephilim. Like, oh, what a fucking surprise. And then the fucking bad guy, the the floating woman, mate, I'm... Diablo 3 story is stupid. I don't know who Uh, they paid to write that. First act is a It's a good thing that they left. The rest? Ugh. The rest is horrible. It's like fan fan fiction phone in. It's Acts two through it five. Is. You know I, the stupidest thing I've heard about this game, right? Because I have not completed. It, I don't really give a shit about this game. Um, is even I'm. Pre- Did you not kill Diablo in like the first two games? Yeah, but um, he, you can't yeah. kill him forever. I'm just saying, and now he's back in the third. Uh, come on, like, either kill the guy or don't. Just commit. I like the way he came back in the second one, though. The second one was fine. Yeah. Right, that, that, that's cool. But again, if you're entire if you're, oh, never mind, fuck this game. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hurting my head. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know if anyone's noticed, but I don't like Blizzard. If, I, you know what, I just don't like anyone. I, everyone's a piece of shit. Fuck you, Sid. Like, like Ubisoft make a fucking decent fucking game, and you know what they do? Instead of spending it on dedicated servers, they spend it on a stupid multiplayer game. Thank you for watching uh, our podcast. <laughs> Bottom line, everyone is they a piece fucking, of shit. Everyone's a piece of shit. Like, fucking... It's so stupid. So stupid. Like, it's frustrating. Like, oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> I, just, um, I, I don't know what to do. Okay, yeah, do you need to do you need to take a minute and go outside, breathe in? I need to, I so you, you need to go out to the park and fly a kite. <laughs> it's I uh, uh, don't even know anymore. Breathe in through your nose, <clears throat> breathe out through your mouth. Okay, here's a question: Has there been a game that has had both an amazing single player and amazing multiplayer? Titanfall two for you personally. <clears throat> Apart from Titanfall 2. Oh, god damn, you're making it hard. <laughs> you haven't even played it, so you don't But I, be- I, b- I believe it, though, because I played Titanfall 1, the heart and of the cards, multiplayer yeah. was great, and I heard great things about the single player, and it is from the guys that made the Call of Duty, uh, the fourth one and the, 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 the sixth one. Those were actually... Those, I, I really liked those Call of Duty campaigns. So... You just literally said your answer. That the best answer that you could possibly give. From yeah, probably. So Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Modern Warfare. That's probably the last time before Timefall Two where there has been a Modern Warfare One or Two though. And part of the oh, that's Modern Warfare One. I mean, that was I good. The second one though. I liked Modern Warfare Two. 
But as far as the story goes, Modern Warfare 1 was the one that said, Hi, welcome to the new age. Yeah, definitely. Hi, welcome to the Sid course. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that, we don't thing, need- that thing is <laughs> happening again. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I mean... Okay, apart from um, Modern Warfare and Titanfall 2, are there... Is there any other multiplayer game or any single player and multiplayer game that's been great? Hmm. That's mm. a tough one. How about Quake 2? That did not have single player, did yes, it? Yes, it did. Quake 2 had single player. Quake 2 had multiplayer. It was refined from Qu- I don't know, Quake I mean, 1. Quake 1 was more of a good single player with an added on multiplayer that got better and better over time. Hmm. Because, you know, for a long time it was Doom or Quake was your big multiplayer. But, but they also yeah. had the single player game that was awesome. True. So, I guess that's about as early as we could go with a decent single and multi. Okay. I mean, uh, I would. Maybe a bit more recently. I would probably say something. <sighs> Fuck! Okay, like Borderlands, maybe? That's That's a mix maybe between the two but possibly I don't really like Borderlands though it's so f- it, the dialogue is awful I mean it's the Gearbox dialogue and they are corny as shit um, Dark Souls multiplayer isn't you know. really the typical kind Borderlands of is like Steve Buscemi saying um, hello fellow teenagers oh god Dark Souls has a cool, cool multiplayer I guess because it's like Part of the single player a bit, um, but it's not perfect or anything. But it, it it is fun though, and it is pretty great. So yeah, probably Dark Souls maybe. Um, you got me seriously de- think thinking about this shit, guy. I mean, it's an important question. Is like out of like the reason as to why multiplayer was tacked on is because of Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. Because they had an amazing multiplayer experience and an amazing single player. And I was like, holy shit. And then everyone started doing it and no one seemed to capture it. I don't know. Like, people still play Modern Warfare. Do they? Yeah, it's called the remastered version. Hey, oh, man. Motherfucker, caught you out. Ah. That's knowledge. Who's the number one gamester? I forgot yeah. about that. Sid, I, I don't even know anymore. That's why you're the boss, man. Yeah, yeah. You need, do you need some more of that uh, lemon plunge? Oh, you know what? I'll get you a golden plunger for that. But I really bricks now. <laughs> <laughs> why would you mock me with How about we just memorabil- have memorabilia <laughs> of my past life? Why? <laughs> how, about, how about you get him a rake so he can rake the leaves? I mean, you know. I just got into the brick game, mood. Okay, fine. You can. I'll. I'll get you a. I'll get you something to mix your own cement for you. <laughs> Instead of churning it, just outside, just every morning churning cement by himself. <laughs> that's that's quite picturesque. Yeah. <clears throat> just imagine a so, yeah. lonely sloth uh, sitting in front of a bucket. <laughs> 5 a.m. in the morning. Sun rising behind him. 
shining, illuminating his glorious oh, tracksuit. <clears throat> Three stripes. What the fuck did we get ourselves into? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh god. But yeah. So, uh, so the the conclusion of this would be: uh, let's stop attacking game modes on for no reason, especially if it's a waste of money. And also, Ubisoft, can you please just get some dedicated servers and uh, increase the time for the guard break? Thank you. Bye. Pretty please. Well, why don't you send them an angry letter? Mate, they don't read English. They're fucking friends. He's not a soccer <laughs> man. What am I going to do? Just like, uh, bonjour, uh, la baguette, omelette du fromage. Can I talk to le manager, please? <laughs> bonjour, uh, je m'appelle Sid. Uh, je suis uh, la bon baguette. La <laughs> uh, grande baguette. Um, uh, Charlie Hebdo. La baguette. Oh, let's God. hope you guys. Let's let's hope you guys don't have French fans. <laughs> well, if we uh, had I any think, before, no. they're gone now. <laughs> no, I think they'd love it. They'd be like, "Oh my God, they're talking about." <laughs> in before the me, I'm just angry tweets. Well, <laughs> in before the Wall Street Journal. Oh, <laughs> did you know that Sid once said mean things about French people? Watch was, our I mean, I literally. Like, if you translate, if you translate what I said, I literally said, "I have a, gr- a big baguette." That's, uh, that's all I said. That's basically, Sid going bonjour. Je suis, je suis Sid. Do you, do you, do you feel at home now? Do you, do you feel <laughs> homey? I relate to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And you know, this is how we're gonna wrap up. Uh, episode 27 of the I'm Just Playing Podcast. <laughs> on, on mentioning that his baguette is big. <laughs> <laughs> After mentioning to you that I have a big baguette. Oh, <laughs> Closing argument. Yes, yes, I have a big baguette. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening. The world must know. <laughs> you can catch us on TuneIn, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Google Play Music, and at the iTunes store. Um, uh, hopefully if I can get this sorted uh, you should be able to find us on YouTube too um, and uh, make sure you check out the website at imjustplaying.com follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash underscore imjustplaying and on Facebook now that we've changed the damn URL to facebook.com slash imjustplayingpodcast um, joining me today have been Yakoop and Brian Brian and Yakoop Thank you guys for coming on, and we will see you guys next Monday. Later, everybody. See ya.